you might start in a space where you're not generating the level of revenue and not as profitable as you want to be. And that's okay. You just can't give yourself permission to kind of take up residence there. Like, okay, I'm, I'm okay. Just giving it all away. Or as I like to say, giving the homie hookup all the time, you give a home hookups, you know, you giving stuff free. I, my expression is I am all out of free. Welcome back to the Balance Bowley podcast for ambitious women in business and a few brave men. I'm Nikita Thigpen, your host and balance and relationship advisor, partnering with you to change the narrative so we can amplify intimacy within and across your relationships and you can have the freedom, flexibility, and confidence to thrive in work life and in love. How are you feeling, everybody? I know we're rounding out. We are at the end of season 19, love and dot, dot, dot. What's to come? Nobody knows except for me because I already know all the awesomeness that's behind waiting for you right now and our guest. (laughs) Thank you so much, everyone, for all of the love, the emails, the direct messages. I appreciate you from the congratulations for the new book, Selfish, all the way through uh, our podcast being rated by Feedspot as the number eight out of the top 35 women in business podcasts to follow in 2020. How awesome is that? It's very, very exciting. I am grateful and humbled by all of the acknowledgement that we've gotten and the featured guests that we have have just literally opened up more and more and more. I do think it has something to do with that award, though. I, You know, I secretly think that. Although our next guest didn't know about that award, so her transparency will just be genuine to her and all of the lovely awesomeness that is rocking in her soul, I have to say, this woman I have admired from afar for a long time. I believe it was roughly 2015 when I came across her on a Periscope. Back in the day, I used to do the 5 a.m. wake and breakthrough Monday through Friday. Obviously, um, I was a little bit more ambitious then to spend all of that time every single morning than I am right now when I've learned to balance, pun intended, my time a little bit differently. But I do remember when I needed to fill up after pouring out every day, I would come across this amazing woman, high-spirited, high-energy, full of integrity, and just downright real. So without further ado, let me introduce you to Dr. Cheryl Wood. She is an international motivational speaker, best-selling author, and master speaker development coach for women. And when I tell you she is the truth, She is the truth. Dr. Cheryl Wood is committed to empowering and equipping women with the tools to courageously share their unique voice, their story, and their subject matter expertise. Because why not? You're so powerful and you're amazing. You just got to be able to share your story. And that's what Dr. Wood allows you to do. She provides specialized speaker training for both corporate and entrepreneurial women who are ready to articulate their message in a manner that is clear, concise, compelling, and captivating. Dr. Cheryl Wood, welcome to the Balance Boldly Podcast. How are you today? Fantastic. I, look, first of all, that was such an amazing intro. I want to take you everywhere I go. You can just <laughs> you can intro me because that was phenomenal. Some people jack up my bio and my intro, but you did it so wonderfully. I didn't even realize you were talking about me. I'm like, yeah, I need I need her to go with me to every engagement. <laughs> I would love to. I'll be right in the front like, yes, and welcome to the stage. (laughs) (laughs) You are amazing. I'm so grateful and honored that you were able to carve out this time. I know that times are different and unique right now. And 
from the way that we've both met each other and introduced each other in pre-recording conversation, clearly aligned minds where you are making the best out of this space with all of the global pandemic and all the things we're dealing with and making sure that you stand up fully when you show up to serve. And I would love for you to just take a few minutes and share with everyone, you know, what you do in the world that pulls you forth outside of what I've already said. (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, I like to say I was born to speak. And I take that very seriously because I always say speaking is very different than talking. Anybody can talk. But when you have been given the gift of speaking, I believe with that comes a responsibility of speaking into people's lives. And so that's what I I embody. I embrace it. I own it. And my specialty is really speaking into the lives of girls and women to remind them that they are enough just as they are. They're capable and they're worthy of accomplishing anything that they put their minds and set their hearts to, and that they need to be courageous enough and tenacious enough to go after whatever reality they want to create for themselves. And that really just stems from my own story, my own story of growing up in poverty and scarcity, uh, going into a space where I sat behind a cubicle in a corporate job for 15 years, shuffling papers as a legal secretary in a cubicle with no window. So I never knew what the weather was like outside Mm. and doing that for so long, even though everything in my spirit was saying, Cheryl, this is not what you were born for. You're supposed to be doing something more, something greater. There's something out there that's calling your name and has your name written on it that you're supposed to be using to touch other people's lives and create legacy. And I had to really dig deep to give myself the permission to know I was good enough and I was capable and I was worthy of being a giant in the world, regardless of where I had come from. Mm, 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 mm. All I heard was born for greater, dot, dot, dot. I think that's going to be the title of the show. Uh, You know, I appreciate that you did such a concise and quick kind of visual experiential run through because I could feel it and see it. I could see you in the cubby looking at the wall because there wasn't any (laughs) window, right? And feeling a, a little bit smothered by the circumstances. Um, especially, you know, I do know with my own professional stalking of you that you are married and you have beautiful children. And so this wasn't just a decision that you could make for yourself to decide to go off and to explore the next level of yourself. There were consequences to that. You know, if you walked away from your job or if you put all your eggs in the basket of you, you know, what could potentially come out of that when you have bills to pay and children to feed and you know, a lifestyle that you were creating and cultivating, as well as, you know, trying to to climb out of, right, from one layer of self to the next. So I really appreciate you saying that. That is extremely meaningful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I felt the break. I'll make sure that the editor gets that. <laughs> Um, so what I'm curious about with the women that you have been helping, and I know, I know it's mostly women, although we have a few brave men listen to this as well. I know you have stood on stages all across this globe, literally, uh, as both virtually and in person. And I know you've worked with big companies from NASA to, you know, many different companies that I can't even think of, as well as, you know, kind of bringing it down into these intimate, you know, masterminds and, and speaker Um, master level trainings that you've provided for other people, when you're shifting yourself from one part, you know, that corporate, you know, pearls and hills self to the other side of, all right, let me, you know, let these entrepreneurs know that I get it. 
I've been there, I'm relatable, right? Like that different kind of layer of your power that you've embraced. Did you ever feel like you had to deal with imposter syndrome or just kind of the burnout from constantly switching hats along the way? Oh my goodness. How much time do we have? Um, (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Oh my God. I felt like such an imposter again, because nothing about my background said, oh, you get to be a giant in the world. And I think that's what we do a, a disservice to ourselves as women is feeling like our past has the right to dictate and define our future and who we're becoming. Mm-hmm. So when I tell you I had all kind of head trash going on that I had to really dig deep into and peel back the layers and figure out, first of all, why that head trash was there. And then how do I move past that head trash to believe that I can do this, that I'm worthy of it. I'm smart enough. I'm good enough. I have the ability to communicate what I want to do in the world and to touch people's lives with my unique gift. That took a long time. So even when I got started speaking, I still, when I got on stage, felt like an imposter. Mm -hmm. Like, who am I to be up here telling these people anything? Because I still hadn't convinced myself that I was enough just as I was. So that took a lot of mindset shift. It took a lot of affirmations reading books about mindset shifts so that I could shift my behaviors and my patterns to know that every time I stepped on any stage, no matter what size the stage was, how big or small the audience was, that I always belonged there. Mm -hmm. Like that is exactly where God intended me to be on that stage, speaking into people's lives. But that was a process. That was a process that took really way too long for me, Mm -hmm. which is why I like to now help my clients to really cut their learning curve and to get to the truth of the matter. And the truth of the matter is you are brilliant just as you are. And there's something so special about you that someone somewhere in the world will be willing to pay you for what you know right now so that they can experience a shift in their life right now. Mm, I Hands down to that, like absolutely a thousand percent agree. When you can get past those blocks, those gremlins that are talking from the scripts that were planted for you in your mind. It's just amazing what gets released and and who you can release along the way, right? Like you were able to get through it. I'm assuming with, you know, some additional coaching and advising that you invested in as well as you were coming up as a speaker and coach and trainer yourself and being able to do that then unlocks other people or help them unlock themselves so they could be greater, right? Absolutely. And that's what I always say. My my favorite quote that I share probably on every platform that I get to, to be a part of is this, your story is about you, but it ain't for you. Mm. And that simply means what you went through. It was about you at that time. Like you had to go through the mess, the trauma, the drama, the turmoil, and trying to dig yourself out of whatever that pain was that you were in and who you were trying to become. But then after you've come out on the other side of it, victorious, and now you're still standing, now you have the blueprint for somebody else's healing. You have the blueprint and the survival guide for someone else. So then it should become for someone else. So if you got a whole lot of lessons learned through life experiences, and some of our life experiences are really tough, but if you take it and you share it with someone else to let that person know, hey, you're not alone Mm -hmm. and, or you can overcome this thing. That's when you really have made your story most powerful when you make it for someone else. I thousand percent agree. So one of the questions that we get a lot from, from just women, period, many of them are professionals, high level executives, and, and some are in their entrepreneurial journey, whatever that looks like for them. 
one of the challenges is, you know, I feel like I can be strong enough to move forward, but I'm not sure my relationship can handle it. You know, will he support me with this? Because we already have so much going on and he's seen me pivot and change my passions. You know, so many, you know, in private pillow talk conversations so many times, will he be able to deal with the fact that now that I want to be a speaker, let's say, or a coach or consultant or whatever the case is, it's going to require me to travel more, to be out of the house more, to not be home as much. And we have these dreams and these plans which require me to be physically a little bit more present, yet I'm feeling pulled by something greater that perhaps I was born to do. And then they have this conflict. So for a lot of the women that are listening and for a few of our brave men, they often are stuck in the head trash of other people's expectations or what they perceive as the expectation and they limit themselves for that. And I, I know that you're in a healthy, loving marriage because I professionally stalk you. But I, you know, there's a lot of people that you've also worked with that may not necessarily feel as strong and they often hold back investing in themselves and going further, including even, you know, perhaps you've gotten that from people saying, well, they can't invest in the speaker training this time because they're, you know, their spouse can't handle one more thing that they're doing or one more thing on their plate. Has that come up for you or that you've come across at all? Oh my goodness. Look, I would be very, very transparent here. My husband thought I was Karay Ray <laughs> when I said I was going to leave my good job that had, you know, direct deposit and benefits. And I was going to go pursue speaking. He's like, Oh, so that that's what you're going to do. Like people going to pay you to talk to him mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. because neither one of us really came from that world. We came from a world of, Hey, you grow up, you get a job and you get direct deposit and benefits. So you can take care of yourself and your family. Right. And so there was an expectation, honestly, when we got married, that both of us would contribute to the financials of our household. So when I made the decision that, oh, I want to dream, that's what it felt like. And that's what it looked like. Mm -hmm. Oh, so you're going to go off and have fun and pursue a dream while now I got to hold the house down. Like that's real. Mm -hmm. And and what I can say is you as whichever spouse, if you're the the husband or the wife, you've got to put yourself in that other person's shoes. And now you're creating a level of instability to a certain degree and uncertainty in your household and in your marriage, hoping that it works. And let's be honest, even you as the person with the vision, you got your fingers crossed, your toes crossed, your legs (laughs) crossed, and you're like, please, Lord, let this thing work out. And sometimes it doesn't work out or sometimes it doesn't work out immediately. And all of that consequence is a trickle down effect to your household and your family and your marriage. So it's real. I just want to say that it's real. And I experienced it just like everybody else. I think the thing that allowed us to get through was just my level of tenacity that I'm going to make this work. Like literally pulling my, my husband and my family in to say, just, just stick with me, Mm -hmm. like encouraging them the same way I would encourage myself, stick with me. I'm going to make this happen. I'm going to make this work. No, I don't know how. And that's just the truth of any business. You, you don't know how when you're first starting out. So true. You don't know what doors of opportunity are going to open or what relationships you're going to embark upon that are going to turn into opportunities. You just don't know. But you have to get on the road to getting started. And then you got to stay consistent to ever get to a place where you say, I actually finished. I actually crossed the finish line. So for me, it was just, it was keeping my husband fully aware of what was happening, where how I was moving Um, every time I would get booked for a speaking engagement, just kind of sharing, Hey babe, this is, look, this is, this is going to change the trajectory of our lives. And, and I feel like this, I owe it to myself to give myself a chance to do this, not just for me, but for us. 
And then I would do things like, and I still do this. I always make sure that my family is a part of my event. Like when I'm preparing for my big conference, my kids are on the floor with me in the living room mm -hmm. swag bag. That's right. Is my personal delivery guy. He delivered all the boxes to the hotel and setting up. So I let them see just the whole experience of what mommy does, what wifey does. But then here's the other thing I let them see. I let them see the checks I get. Come I on. know that's right. Yes. Like, Come on. You want to shut your husband up, <laughs> especially husband, show him a check. Mm -hmm. and, and so that's what, and that means you have to be intentional about being profitable, not just passionate. That's a whole topic by itself. Yes, it is. But as women, especially I'm talking to my, my ladies, my women entrepreneurs, like we have to become more fiscally responsible in our businesses and not just, oh, I'm so passionate about this thing. I love it. I love it. I'm giving it all away and not bringing any value and benefit financially back to our households because that's when you're going to have problems and problems. And that's when you're going to be facing divorce. But see, I was intentional about getting that ball rolling with becoming profitable so that my husband could see this is not just a dream. It's not just a game, but this is also a way for me to profit and for us to align ourselves with this thing called free, called generational wealth that we can create for our children and our grandchildren. Yes, you took me back to one of your statements <laughs> that you one of the models that when I first kind of came across your brand was playtime is over. Do you remember that? <laughs> Yes, playtime is over. Yes, you said I'm not playing the game, and literally, what you just said was you like I, I didn't come to play. I came to serve at my highest self, and also part of serving is selling and making sure that you are paid your worth, so that you can enjoy the life fully that you were teaching other people to do, and you were pulling in your your husband and your kids the same way. I you took me back, honey, like <laughs> like because that was years ago, and I remember that. Like yes, playtime is over. You are not playing, and I know it's still a core staple. You've just evolved, you know. In addition to that, exactly. but it, it it definitely you know is an anchor, and I agree with you. When you're not when you're in that space of oh I just want to help, I want to help. Like yeah, you want to help, but all your help is pulling you away from your first ministry, which is your family. And if it's pulling you away, you got to make sure that they can get something out of it. Like, don't say we can't go on vacation because mommy is out here doing an extra 60 hours a week and not being paid for it, you know, and they can't enjoy their family time with you or, you know, being able to be a part of the process. You took me all the way back. That was awesome. And, and, and I'll say this. I think that, yeah, absolutely. I, I think people need to understand that Sometimes you start there. The key is you yeah. don't stay there. Right. You can't stay in that space of scarcity in your business. You might start in a space where you're not generating the level of revenue and not as profitable as you want to be. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. You just can't give yourself permission to kind of take up residence there. Like, okay, I'm, I'm okay just giving it all away. Whereas I like to say, giving the homie hookup all the time. You, mm. the you know, you're giving stuff free. I, my expression is I am all out of free. Yes. And, and I say that facetiously you know, of course I do things that are free to people, but I get to, to choose the boundaries around what free looks like. That's right. You don't get to choose that for me. And so it, it is okay to start at a certain space where, okay, I'm trying to figure this thing out. I'm trying to get comfortable with selling. I'm learning, you know, what sales scripting looks like. I'm like that. It's a process. It's a journey, but yes. you just can't give yourself permission to stay there. So when I first started, yes, my, my family did sacrifice as much as I sacrificed. Yes. So no, we didn't go on, we didn't go on vacation for like five years. Mm -hmm. I'm not even kidding you. Yeah. We didn't go on big elaborate vacations. We, you know, everything was pretty much, we cooked at home. It wasn't no eating out at the restaurants. It was a lot of sacrifice that trickled down to both my husband and my kids. But my God, when you stick with that thing, because you know, it's what you've been born to do. 
there is always a point where you come out on the other side. It's just like an airplane when it goes up in the sky, right? It's all that shaking and turbulence. Mm -hmm. And then you get up above the clouds and it's just smooth sailing. You're like, oh, I don't even feel like we're moving at all because it's that smooth. And so there's always a tipping point and a turning point. And so once we came out of that tipping point and, and came into the turning point, now that's when I've been able to take my entire family with me to South Africa, yes. to Paris, France, to India, right? And the list just goes on and on. So it, it there should always be a turning point where your business, it starts to take care of you the same way you you nurtured it and birthed it and took care of it in the beginning stages. Absolutely. Um, I used to say all the time, give, give, grow. Don't give, give and go broke. Um, you know, be very, very yeah. mindful about that, right? Um, and you've made such like valuable points with having a system and being okay with that. Being okay to be philanthropic through the, the way that you serve in the world, but being strategic about that philanthropy and not saying, well, everybody gets it for free because I just want to do it or I'm afraid of charging because that's, that's the other side, right? Like not knowing your worth. Uh, being told that you're worthy of more. And then when you have an opportunity and someone says, well, well, what's your fee? And you get quiet. Hmm. Um, well, um, 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 right. And, you know, and then it turns into the, um, um, and, you know, not being able to say anything and everybody comes from that place. I know I definitely did. When I was going to say been there, done that. Yes. Been there, done that. Yeah. yeah. When I, when I moved from being a clinical social worker and psychotherapist and decided to become an entrepreneur and gain a lot more skills to my toolkit and, you know, open up a personal development company and go forward. I had the hardest time in the world. I literally pushed checks back across the table. Oh, well, we want to pay you for, I was like, mm -mm, no, I'm, mm -mm, I don't know about that because <laughs> I hadn't thought of a price point. I wasn't even sure that I could do that yet without all the bells and whistles and staples that I was accustomed to when I used to work as a part of a system versus being the one that now created the system. And that, that mindset shift in and of itself was very overwhelming for me and really difficult. Um, so I definitely know my husband used to uh, come back to me and I'd be like, babe, we have a, an op you know, all the opportunity off the hopium. You remember that, Dr. Cheryl? Um, yeah, because they, they said that, you know, we should work together in quotations. We should do that. There might, there might be a possibility. And he'd be like, I don't want to hear nothing until that check is delivered and clears. Then we can have a conversation. Yeah, that's, what, that's what our husbands <laughs> care about. They care about the, the bottom line. Exactly. The bottom line. What's exactly. those numbers that you're bringing in? <laughs> Oh, I love you so much. You're so, so in my heart's desire on so many levels. Like we just vibe on the, in the same lane. Yes. <laughs> Guaranteed. Uh, so I have a question for you. When you are not on these international stages and serving, whether entrepreneurs, organizations, you know, the consulting work that you do, just showing up in so many ways, as well as for your family, your first ministry as well. How do you give yourself permission to pause? Okay, so I'm going to be very honest about this. It's so funny because my sister, I have a twin sister and she's a nurse and she's always on me about self-care, self-care, self-care. That's like her thing. She's the recharge strategist. <laughs> um, and and look, my, my reality and my truth is that I am wired a certain way. Mm -hmm. And the way that I am wired is I'm, I'm like the energizer bunny. I really am. Like I, I wake up and I, and maybe it's because I've discovered my gift and I, I feel so grateful and blessed to be walking in my gift after 15 years of sitting in a cubicle, like mm -hmm. there is a level of adrenaline that is running through my veins that just, it's like, Hey, let's go, let's do this. And so I give myself permission to run on full speed 
until my body tells me, girl, you better sit down somewhere. Mm-hmm. And when my body tells me that, I listen. That's how I care for myself. Okay. Um, I, when my body says you need a nap, I'm a big, I'm big on naps. I'll take a nap in the middle of the day in a heartbeat and jump back up and then get what I have to get done. But if I'm, if I'm, my creativity is going and my ideas are rolling and I'm feeling productive, I'm going to work. I'm going to leverage what my body is feeling. And then when my body says, I, I need you to shut it down for a minute. I need you to just sit on the couch for five, for, you know, yeah. an hour or so. That's what I give it permission to do. So when I'm, when I'm on, you know, that blazing trail to get things done, I'm doing it. And when my body says, nope, not right now, I either give myself permission to take a nap or to sleep in late or whatever it might be. I give my body what it demands of me in each instance or each moment. No, I love that. You're literally giving yourself permission to listen. Like you're listening to That's your it. body. I a thousand percent, you know, applaud you for that because many of us are not as in tune with what our body needs until the body doesn't say sit down, it crashes and shuts off, you know, and that's a completely different, right? Yeah. And I don't think we, I don't think we should bash women who are go-getters. I don't think, and sometimes I see people who are self-care experts and help. I see sometimes them bashing women who are go-getters and who are getting out. And, And you can't do that to people. You have to allow people to run their own race at their own pace. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I don't expect to be running at this pace when I'm 70. I want to be somewhere in Hawaii with my feet kicked up, but (laughs) I got to choose when I'm going to work hard. So there are people who work on a job every day and they work until they're 67, 68, 70 years old. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes they don't even get to enjoy it because they pass before they even get to enjoy it. So for me, I'm going to pour the time, the energy, the effort, um, everything that I have, my mental faculties, my creativity, I have the energy and the vibrancy to do this now. I want to do it while I have the vibrancy and the ability to do it because this is probably not, I'm not going to be running at this level when I'm 60, 65, 70, 75. So, so I give myself permission to be a, a hungry, passionate go-getter who is tenacious in pursuing my gifts, using my gifts, pursuing my dreams and my passion and touching as many lives globally as I possibly can. But with naps in between. Mm, you just made me change the title of this episode. You know, that it comes to me organically. Permission for ambition. Okay. Yes. 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 <laughs> That's all up in my bones. Yes. Yes. I like that. I felt that. I felt it when you were talking. I was like, okay, all right. She is in my lane all day. Because you, you and I could definitely have a four hour show of our own for sure. <laughs> yes, indeed. So, yes. Yeah. So, Dr. Sher, how do, do people get in touch with you? Like, where can they connect to learn more about the work that you're doing in the world that's pulling you forth? And if they want to follow and fan you, what's the best social media um, platform for them to continue the conversation with you? Yes. Thank you so much again for having me. And thank you for giving me the opportunity to provide my contact information. Um, I, you can connect with me online at CherylEmpowers.com. That's my website, CherylEmpowers.com. There's a freebie there that I give out. It's uh, my signature story template. All you got to do is enter your name and email to receive that. And that is because I am passionate about women, especially finding the power in their voice and in their story and understanding how their story can impact someone else and also shift the own, their trajectory of their own lives. So you can go to the website and then all across social media, uh, my handle is the same. It's Cheryl Empowers. And that's on, yeah, I'm on LinkedIn, I'm on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook everywhere at Cheryl Empowers. Yes. And yes, she is, y'all. If you think she just made that up, she's been around for a while. <laughs> 
and her name says it all. She is empowering other women to be equipped to do their greatest work in the world. I, I love it so much. I appreciate you, Dr. Sherwood, for being with us today and carving out this time out of your very full global schedule. I appreciate you. Thank you. I love what you're doing. Keep up the great work. Keep being a giant in the world so that you're creating an example for everybody else who's looking and watching and saying, wow, if she can, maybe I can too. Mm, amen. I received that and I reciprocated. Thank you so much for that blessing. I definitely will hold on to that today. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Balance Boldly listeners, was that not a treat? Was that not the perfect way to wrap up season 19? Love and we talked about everything from being born to do your greatest work to moving through this, you know, letting go of the excuses of the things that are holding you back and making sure that you show up fully, that you serve higher and you charge your worth through giving yourself permission for ambition and to release your greatness in the world. Ooh, honey, I'm about to run around. All right. That was awesome. I honor you guys for carving out this time, distraction-free, hopefully, from whatever it was that you were doing before you tuned in to this episode. Remember, if you like what you hear on the Balanced Bow Leap podcast for ambitious women in business and a few brave men, make sure you subscribe, rate, and share, and help us ensure that the other ambitiously bold and brave have access to the valuable life, love, and business balance tools we have for you here. Connect with me at Ask Nikita everywhere. IG, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, you name it. You can get me at Ask Nikita. And if you haven't picked up Selfish, permission to pause, live, love, and laugh your way to joy, pick it up. It's my survival memoir, my personal transformation story. It is not a step-by-step book. It is very much about giving you hope and healing by just opening up all of the back curtain of my transparency and everything that I've gone through. And I hope that it will inspire you to do the same. In the interim, go. Create your balance and create your joy, but remember, do it boldly. 